Welcome back to the Dogs of War podcast. It is great to have you here. This episode is brought to you by Zabo Apparel Company. It's summertime. It's hot as hell. Quarantine and COVID might have you not going to the bars or parties like we normally would. There's nothing wrong with looking fly as hell in your backyard while you're barbecuing. Check them out. They have all the Cleveland team's gear, a lot of great USA things as well. That's S-Z-A-B-O-Apparel.com. They're veteran-owned. They're Cleveland-based. Check them out. This episode, Raleigh and I are joined by our friend Tito, a longtime listener of the podcast, who joins us live while getting a chemo treatment in a hospital in Ohio. It was great to talk to him, great to catch up. He's definitely going to be back on here shortly with us. We talk about some recent Browns news. Raleigh and I address where we've been the last few weeks. But that's enough of me talking. Let's get into it. Let's go. Loyal Dogs of War listeners, Kevin and Raleigh are back after taking a brief hiatus in our respective quarantine bunkers. Kevin, sweet Kevin, I've missed you so much, man. I've missed you, you too. Hey, let's go, baby. I'm ready to pod. What's going on? Talk to me. Ah, Kate made me get rid of the face pubes slash kick-ass mustache that I had. Been doing a lot of self-reflecting. Self better. I haven't really done any self betterment except I try to shower more frequently now and I shave. That's the extent of my self betterment. Um, oh, I tweaked my back uh, weeks ago. How? I'm okay. Um, sleeping on a patio couch improperly to a point where. Were you sober? Yes, I was. I was reading a book. I'll get into the magical book uh, series that I came across. But basically, I tweaked my lower back and upper neck now that I think about it. But I'm okay, but it affected my golf game. True or false, you went to the emergency room because of this. Yes, I went to the emergency that night because of it. It got progressively worse, progressively worse. I was watching uh, Kate's sister's little puppy dog. And throughout that day, the next day, whatever it was, I'm like, oh, my God, I can't turn my neck. And I was like, okay, this is pretty bad. And then I wake up in the middle of the night, like, Kate, I can't move. It hurts to breathe. She tells me to take a hot shower, like to steam it off. I'm like, good idea. I'm in the shower. It does feel better. And I convert it into a hot bath. I'm like, okay, steady as she goes. You took, you took a bath? Yeah, it, it, was a, wow. it was a hot bath. It was a hot bubble bath. Well, a shower that converted into a hot bubble bath. You put bubbles. Yeah, it was sick. Oh, man. And I go down slowly, gingerly, and I'm feeling better. And then I can't get up. I'm not shitting you. I could not. It was excruciating pain. I called Kate. I called Kate to help me up. I don't know how she stayed with me trying to pull a goddamn naked manatee out of the tub who's crippled. He's not even an. I don't even go to like the gym. Like there was no excuse for the pain I was in, but I was like whimpering. It hurt. So it was like affecting my lungs. I don't know what it was. It was extreme. I'm like, Kate, I need some damn pain pills and we got to go to this emergency room. She goes, okay. She drives me 
And the doctors, after like a three-hour visit, they're like, yeah, it looks like you tweaked your neck. I was like, well, thanks. You went to medical school to tell me that I can tweaked you my neck? It. Yeah, can you yeah. untweak it for me, my man? And I'm like, uh, should I go to a chiropractor? And <laughs> the lady goes, um, well, I kind of have a negative opinion about chiropractors. Ooh. Uh, I'm like, all right, little little doctor uh, rivalry there. So she gives me these muscle relaxers. They're like, it's still going to hurt, but it won't hurt as bad. All right. I guess they don't. In fairness, they didn't want me to become like addip- addicted to painkillers. Yeah, no opioids. So I'm like, in 2020, the last thing that we needed is a me addicted to opioids. So eh. it's, yeah, I mean. Would be good content. It, it would have been. But I'm not, not making jokes about opioids, but yeah. it'd be good content. Opioids are not a funny thing. So anyway, I go home and I'm in pain. It gets slowly better. And I golfed that Sunday and I'm like, guys, I, I'm in so much pain. I don't know if I can play. They're like, dude, we can't find a fourth. I'm like, okay. And I'm, sh- I'm swinging it like 65%, meaning I'm not trying to swing as hard as I can. Boom. Shoot an 86. I'm like, okay. All right. So there's something to this old man golf. Uh, plus, as we mentioned, uh, there's, COVID rules currently where if you hit the pin at any point, whether it's a putt or off the green, it counts as in. So I'm just drilling this thing from deep all day. And uh, yeah, COVID and a bad back slash neck combination have just done wonders for my golf game. So to sum all that up, the too long didn't read version was that you soberly passed out on a piece of lawn furniture by accident because you were reading. Yes. You broke your back and had to go to the ER because you slept on a piece of lawn furniture soberly reading a book. And here we are. And it improved your golf game, but you still went to the ER from sleeping on a piece of lawn porch furniture. Yes. Like, I wish I just, when you, when you first told me, I mean, I, people that are listening, obviously I knew this happened a long time ago. When you first told me that you, you fucked up your back and you're in the ER, I'm like, oh, like, you know, did you fall? Did you... Thoughts and prayers. Whatever. So no, I th- you think like when you hear back, it's like, oh shit, like maybe, you know, you, was, you know, working out or, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you told me and I, you were real hesitant to tell me like what, why you're in there and you told me like how it happened. And I, like when you said it was from a, a sleeping on a piece of porch furniture, I was like, all right, maybe he came out, stumbled out of the bar and couldn't get into his place. But then I realized that, oh, there's no bars open. It's quarantine at that point. So to realize that you just fell asleep reading some story about dragons and had to go to the ER, that's, uh, that's great news. All right, first off, dipshit. It's not a, there are dragons in it. They're called Wervins. They're like different to dragons. So this book got referred to me by my beloved sister. Shout out, Anna. It's called Throne of Glass. You guys listening, if you're a nerd and you like reading, heed my advice. Throne this, of Glass? Come on throne of glass so the description on i don't know whatever the book download let me guess let me guess we want to be game of thrones uh it's a it said it was a combination of game of thrones and hunger games and i happen to love both of those things and harry potter and so i'm like yeah i'll check it out and it started off a little corny and then by like 20 percent into that first book you're just all in there's epic battles. There's you get emotionally uh, 
attached to the love development of the character. The protagonist is a strong heroine. A lot of strong female roles in that book for uh, anybody that cares. I don't know why that's relevant. Um, but anyway, I am in book five of this eight book series, and it's just the greatest goddamn thing I've ever read. I am telling anybody, I'm bringing it up out of nowhere in conversations. Okay, Riley, how was your day? Good. Do you like reading? Yes. Check out my Lord and Savior, Throne of Glass. It got me out of some tough times. Well, no, it actually ironically got me into some tough times, given the whole back thing. The reason I was in that shitty like setting the whole time is because I could not put the book down. Throne of Glass, download it on your iPhone, on your iPad, on your Kindle, get the hard book, and it'll set you free. You can thank me later. If you're a nerd, read it. That's my gift to you, Loyal Dogs of War. All right. Well, on behalf of everyone, thank you for that long advertisement and story about Throne of Glass or whatever it is. So, yeah, some made-up book series that wanted to be Game of Thrones, but that was already taken. So that's probably what that summary says about it. Yeah, well, this book knows how to end. Well, I don't know. I'm assuming they know how to end better than Game of Thrones' shitty conclusion. Uh, We should probably talk about Brown stuff now. I was just going to say, for those of you that are actually still listening, just our two moms probably at this point, there is going to be talk of the Browns. Don't worry about that. But before we do that, I think we should probably just get serious for a quick moment and discuss why we haven't put a podcast out in like several weeks. Yeah, that's, uh, that is appropriate. So when Riley and I started this podcast, ooh, we're coming up in like the one year, last summer. We'll talk about that some other time though. Uh, the, the main focus for this entire podcast was to have fun, to talk about the Browns, mess around, joke around, really have absolutely – no real structure, no you know analytical or anything like that to it. Uh, so that's what this what we wanted this to be. No politics, no no uh, you know outside news. None of our takes on that stuff. This is supposed to be an escape, not just for you guys listening, but us talking about it as well. We're here to bear witness to the returning glory of the Cleveland Titty Fucking Browns by being kind of funny and supporting our guys to the very end, as well as the fans. Yeah, so with all, yeah, something like that. So with all that being said, you know, with the, the events happening around our country and the world the last several weeks, um, you know, we're not ignorant of that at all. We've definitely, I, I know I can speak for me, I know I can speak for Riley too, you know, have definitely done, a, you know, a lot of homework um, and reading these past few weeks just so we can better understand different perspectives and things that people are going through, you know, especially here in our country, but elsewhere as well. So we're definitely not ignorant of to, to everything that's been going on. That being said, as we said, you know, this is a place where we want to have fun and screw around. Uh, we realized the last several weeks was not an appropriate time to be putting things out of us screwing around and, you know, just not taking anything seriously for those, you know, so there was a time that everyone was really using to reflect, um, not just us. I know a lot of people here listening as well. So that's why we took a little break, but we're looking forward to, to coming back now. We actually have a sweet interview coming up. I'm going to have Raleigh explain that here when we're done, but just wanted to shine a little bit of light on, on why. I think uh, hopefully this, this encourages people to, to do a little, a little of their own homework, their own reading, um, talking to different people, you know, getting out of your, your bubble if you live in one. I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to being back and uh, let's have some fun. Yeah, it's uh, a time of reflecting, learning, and hopefully we can all come together as – Browns fans. Fuck the Steelers. Let's get into it. Let's get it. My cousin, she is a nurse at uh, the hospital in Columbus. I don't remember which one. I think Riverside. And 
she goes into a patient's room and she sees written on the wall, fuck cancer, go Browns. And she sends me a text. Hey, Riley, it's Leah, your cousin, LOL. Um, I want you to know that I came across this and she showed me the picture and she said, pretty much whenever somebody mentions that they're a Browns fan, whether they're in my social circle or friends, whatever, I tell them, oh, you should listen to my cousin's podcast or check out his Instagram account. And she does the same thing. She says, hey, which one of you guys are the Browns fans? There's two brothers in there. They go, we both are. She goes, well, you guys got to check out my cousin's Instagram and podcast. Is it the Dogs of War podcast? And she goes, oh, my God. We love Raleigh. And I was like, holy shit. And so they, I guess they've been day one listeners, day one Instagram account followers. Shout out Angry Browns fans. And I was like, well, the guy's a cancer battler. And he's a diehard Browns fan. I asked him if he wanted to come on the pod. And he said, absolutely. So live from you now. Well, probably going to release And real quick, tomorrow. real quick. First of all, him saying we love, they're saying we love Raleigh. I'm just crawling out of my skin right now. So that's the only bad part about that story. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was a humble brag. <laughs> to clear any and all HIPAA or legal things, obviously we got his permission to tell any of this. Sort of his cousin. So let's just clear that out of the way right now. So I can already hear some of these comments coming in. Especially from some. <laughs> the last thing we need is HIPAA on our ass. What better to lift our moods than talking to somebody who is stuck in the hospital right now who's just has waiting? It, has it a lot worse than most of us? Has it a lot worse than most of us? So let's get Tito Teets on the air. Live from some unnamed hospital in Columbus, <laughs> Ohio. My boy Tito. What's How up? It's good to be on. Long time listener, first time on. I've definitely have bothered Raleigh many a times on, in his DMs and shit, and probably drunkenly saying stuff. Good, you know good, good, good. Increase that. Increase that. <laughs> <laughs> right? you, you, you and your brother are pretty funny. You guys have been OG followers. So you can right? send me whatever you want. We I'm go way a, back. I'm a mere yeah. mortal. I'm a real person, you guys. Don't be ashamed. Don't be scared. I'm approachable. Um, Tito, can you give us a rundown of? Uh, what are you battling right now? So I'm in this cancer battle that I've been in that I guess I've been in for a while that I didn't really realize it until May 1st when they allowed to open up certain things. And I finally got a test to uh, see what was going on with my back and my eye. I've been wearing an eye patch since January. My back has been messed up since January. Um, so yeah, that basically started off May 1st, May 2nd. I had an eight hour back surgery. Um, I've had four different little minor surgeries since then. So I've been in and out of the hospital this whole quarantine and been pretty positive about this shit because what the hell? Why, you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, if, if you're not going to take me out, then you're still going to get me 100% all the time. Like, you know what I mean? And that's why you're my boy. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's the quote. So, that's the quote of quarantine right there. Right. You're not taking me out of 100%. I love that. I do want to say to the listeners out there, this is the first live from a hospital while actually <laughs> on, while currently on a chemo drip right now. Probably yes. podcast in the history of podcasts. So you heard it here first. You got your own room? Nice. Yeah. Thank God, man. Because talking to you guys, talking to my friends, just talking to everything, like, you know what I mean? And uh, my watching, you, those, watching those late night, watch those late night channels and movies on the TV. 
Oh, yeah. I got the blurry ones. You know what I'm saying? That's what, just, I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Are you just crushing the prices right right now? Uh, I figured I would be that daytime TV, but I'm not. You know what I mean? Like, Is Price of Right even on with COVID? Should be. They've got a million to friggin' watch. You know what I mean? And replay. Oh, uh, yeah. It replays. Uh, Tito oh. is wearing a Browns hat right now, by the way. Yeah, yeah. You see that little? I got, I got, a, I got a port in my head. Holy. Did they did surgery on your head? Yeah, they're going to. Well, it's to. We're going to do it tomorrow. They're going to access that and put chemo right into the damn thing. Holy dear Barbara. <laughs> Tell the listeners here how you two even came across each other, aside from the Instagram interactions. Well, it, all, it really started off when my brother was watching one of your videos, and I was like, are you, are you on Instagram? Is that Angry Browns fan? And he was like, yeah, yeah, you should check this guy out. And I'm like, Damn I, it. I fucking follow the account. And that's when I realized that my brother was on Instagram and shit like that. I got, at one point in this a few weeks ago, I had a serious infection in one of the, uh, in my spine. And I got brought up here and was put in the ICU unit. And your cousin actually works in the ICU unit, you know? Um, I don't think we can say your name because of the HIPAA yeah. violations. But either way, my brother had written something about Browns on the dry erase board in the room. And she was like, oh, are you guys Browns fans? And like, you're like, yeah. And she like, she was like, oh, my cousin has this putt. And before she could even get it out of her mouth, we were like in her face, like, don't even say angry Browns fans. <laughs> <laughs> oh. The next thing you know, the three of us are like taking selfies. My brother's like busting out Browns gear he brought for some reason. Like we're all fucking dressed up. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, that makes you know, me he's like, so he's like, happy. He's like, what hat do you want to wear? I got a stocking hat. I got another hat. I'm like, where did you? He's like, well, in case you wanted some Browns gear while you were up here in the hospital and stuff. You know what I mean? It's a small, small world. And obviously, it's unfortunate the circumstances which brought us together. But that's an unbelievable story. But, well, first of all, the fact that you had something absurd written. What was it? I think you guys, it was like F cancer, go Browns. Yeah, yeah. There has never been a more perfect like you are our exact demographic and our exact type to have to be in the hospital with the worst thing you could be in there with and then up on the board right. it says have cancer but oh yeah go browns like that, <laughs> oh, yeah. you are that, you let that that is browns to a t right there you inspire oh, yeah. me tito you inspire yeah. me. wait tito let's talk about the speaking of which and we usually ask people this when they come on here tell us about your your browns fandom you know how did it start who got you into it i mean i grew up in Northeast Ohio in the eighties, I was born in 1980. So I was old enough during the whole Kozar years and stuff like that to be a part of like, you know, house parties. My parents were throwing for, you know, the games, the AFC championships and shit like that. Uh, you know, the kids, like we had our own little like section where we were like painting dog bones and, you know, stuff to keep the younger kids like occupied and stuff like that. So I got to witness some of that, like heartfelt, you know, depression that cleveland will give you you know what i mean <laughs> and then rolled right into the 90s with the tribe and us losing the team you know what i mean so you know i think my demographic definitely at least like grew up with the, like cats that are older that went through the 70s and everything else you know what i mean the site bearer and stuff like that uh so that's where i think the foundation and base is you know and some of this like you know that next year always next year type thing and it's like we're all tired of that shit you know what i mean yeah, that makes sense. Man. And you live in Athens, Ohio now, right? Yeah, yeah. I visited my brother in Athens in like 1996 and was like, I really like this place. And uh, I ended up going to school there. I got a, a fine arts degree. And uh, 
I just got really connected to the community in general there and then got really connected to the Browns community there throughout the years and stuff like that. Is there so, a Browns bar? There's definitely a Browns bar down there. It's called Tell the Cat's Eye Saloon. The owner, Zip, has owned it for about 30 years. Shout out to Zip. Yeah, so <laughs> shit. Good Zip. Richard Zippert's a man. Uh, that's, that's a sick name. And he's, like, legit, too, with it. It's like, if you're a Browns backers bar, you're supposed to have, like, hot dogs and shit like that for the, you know what I mean? So there's always hot dogs, chips and salsa and all that. But then we always band together, too, and, like, have, like, potlucks. When the students leave for break, we have, like, the biggest potlucks of all time and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, what's the uh, yo? Where's the kielbasa and kraut? Like you can't do it. <laughs> oh, it's there. Oh, it's there. there. Go. All right, all right. You know? I just had to wrap the Polacks here. Pull yeah, we get it. Yeah. We get it, Kevin. You're Polish. I went to a rival college institution. Shout out Miami. We would watch the games at yeah, Brick fact- Street. So you're a townie. That's sick. What's the uh, like? What's the demographic of? Do, do students go to these games? Uh, go to the bars to watch the game? It's it's changed up a lot. You know what I mean? Like I said, we've been doing this for years. Like me and Pizza Dale basically started this whole God damn it, this fucking thing's beeping at me. <laughs> we started we, we started this whole thing about being like, hey, you know what? We're gonna uh we're gonna get together, we're gonna grill out, we're gonna have food, we're gonna watch this game, you know what I mean? And then the it just grew bigger and bigger with more people and more people to the point that we had like a house on Brown Street where we had a field goal post, you know what I mean? Kicking field goals, grill, like we grill out for real, for real at early in the morning for those one ah, o'clock damn. games. The thing is with the students, they wouldn't come to those games because they could watch it on their TV at home and stuff, you know what I mean? Or just didn't give a shit, you know what I mean? When the, when the things started changing recently where, so they'd be at like the Monday night games or something like that, you know what I mean? Well, and then now on the bandwagon a little bit. Yeah, it's, it's definitely it's definitely some bandwagon. We have we have made some really good friends with some of the students that come on a Sunday on a regular basis. You know what I mean? Like you can tell who's really down and who's not down. You know what I mean? Like they just happen to show up drunk one day, or if they happen to show up drunk every day on a Sunday. You know what I mean? Like that's, you know. that's pretty much me. So hey, let's talk about some actual Browns stuff. We saved our very limited Browns news update for you. The Browns have restructured. Olivier Vernon's contract, um, which apparently a bunch of sports nerds have interpreted that as we're no longer pursuing Jadavian Clowney. Um, I'm not a sports analyst. Kevin's not a sports analyst. We don't really know how to handle that. Tito kind of pumped about Jadavian Clowney. Tito, you know about Jadavian Clowney and Olivia Vernon. What are your thoughts? Tito is not a sports analyst either. <laughs> I'm just hoping the goddamn that we get to play some football this year. You know what I mean? That's like my biggest concern is Heard. will we be able to, you know what I mean? I don't know what contracts and all that kind of stuff. I'm the last person to ask, you know what I mean? I'm even worse probably than y'all too, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have a wedding that's kind of coming up and it's very much in limbo. We're getting married in Illinois where Kate's from and right now we can have a 50 person max we're like all right does that include the band we have to wear masks might not happen but i said the other day please god if there can only be the raleigh wedding well raleigh-kate wedding or the brown season please god take the wedding from me we'll live just please give us the Browns. It's like the one and thing. And this, going. folks, is proof that his fiance does not listen to this podcast. <laughs> she does. She hasn't listened. She didn't even listen to the Baker interview with a Tim Dawson, Phil Dawson one. Well, that's just sad. Olivier Vernon. Is it Olivier or Olivier? I'm saying Olivier. I like calling Olivier. 
few things on that. So there's arguments on both sides. There's cases to make on both sides where was he just restructuring his deal because that was the best he was going to get? It, people are saying, is, so does this mean we're not going to go after Judevian Clowney? And some people are saying, no, this restructuring gives us more money to go after Judevian Clowney. Again, I don't know how contracts, all that math works out and stuff. I will say he wasn't really around a whole lot of last season. I get that. But when he's on, he's on. And number two, his position, especially on the edge, it is so hard to find serviceable people of that position. It's one of the hardest ones to, to, to fill in the NFL. So we know he's tried and true. I just hope that he's back to 100%. Let's roll. Amen. And David Njoku, this one's a little more controversial. His agent stated that he wants a trade. He's requesting a trade from the Browns, which sucks because I think we are going to go with a heavy tight end offense and I don't want to see that guy leave. You know what I mean? I watch him on Instagram. That dude's like a fucking precise machine. Like, that dude's body is, like, trained. You know what I'm saying? Like, the joke uses the shit. I love that guy. I don't want to see him leave. So that about covers it for uh, Browns-related news since it's the offseason. Not a whole lot to talk about. Praying to the gods and the angels that we do, in fact, have an NFL season. We interrupt this podcast for a special message from the editor, Kevin. Uh, unless you've been living under a rock, you've now seen that Miles Garrett just signed a monster extension with us for many, many, many millions of dollars. That happened after we recorded this episode. We're going to get into it much more in depth and detail next week. But since Raleigh just said there that it's the offseason, really nothing's going on, nothing to talk about. Obviously, there's a lot to talk about now. And we'll adjust next week. All right, let's get back into it. Thanks for listening. I'm cool if we don't even have fans. I'll watch it from home. No big deal. I just want the Browns to, God, make the plus. Anywho, um, what are your thoughts on, are you at risk of having to wear an eye patch? Excuse me, getting to wear an eye patch full time? What's the story there? We're trying to see if it's connected to the uh, to the other shit in the spine, that if the spine's con- controlling the cranial brain waves. But I don't know. I'm setting up some appointments. Uh, I probably need to wear some, like, goofy-ass glasses for a while or something like that to get that thing corrected, in all honesty. Meaning no no eye patch? Hopefully. It gets close. It gets close. Like uh, my, vision is, my vision is getting way better and stuff. I'm not seeing Good. completely double. You know what I mean? I can rock that eye patch pretty slick, though. So I Thank you. I was waiting for that invite to, to now I can go and say this. <laughs> so Silver Linings has been the theme of our podcast the last several months. So we got to think positive. If you actually do have to wear an eye patch, just think about it. If you're rolling into the bar with an eye patch, you just sit down, you control the bar. You're the most powerful person in that bar. Because if you roll into a bar and see some guy with an eye patch, you think, all right, let's see. He's, you know, he's been, it was a fight. He got stabbed. He was in a war. Uh, he took his own eye out. Whatever it is, they run that bar and you will be the mayor of any bar you walk into. It's just fact. If we could pull our resources from that Brown-specific meme account, from the great Brown-specific podcast of all time, what would you like us to grant you if you had one Brown-specific wish? Kind of like Make-A-Wish Foundation, except we don't have nearly as many resources. Well, I mean, if you can pull all your resources together and shit, like, I would really like to see if we could get the Scottish Hammer on this podcast. God you know, damn it. Hey. That's the greatest thing you could have said. Hey, that- my, my brother was literally trying to buy a bed off of Austin Cyber the other day via Instagram. He sent me all the things and stuff like that. So he's got he's got Austin on our team. We got Austin. He's sending me some, like, signed stuff and shit like that. So Yes. Yeah. Um, 
So we're close. We're close. We're just, real close. I'm trying to hear y'all talk to the Scottish hammer. Well, you're, you coming out, you're coming out if we get the hammer on. That's just fact. <laughs> yeah, we'll, <get> <laughs> we'll make that happen. We will broker that deal. Uh, we've been coming at him from all cylinders, but I don't know. You know, I mean, the mic is yours. What else you want to chat about? What else is on your mind about the Browns or life or anything? I don't know. It's just like taking everything, rolling with the punches. You know what I mean? Like, I, I figure I'm I'm rolling with these punches pretty good. Uh, I think we have been, as fans, rolling with punches um, for way, way, way too long. Um, and I know I got a friend, Ratushin, that always says, is like, why are we putting money into this organization and not getting anything out of it? Like, why are we still, like, buying season tickets and why are we doing this? You know what I mean? Like, we need the product on the field to be able to stand behind and get behind. Cause you already have our faith and our loyalty and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Um, so with this crazy shit that we're going through right now, I'd like to see like, you know, how we can pull out of this, you know, as a team and as a fan base, you know, will we have a season this year? Will we get a chance to play? Like, you know what I mean? Like what are, you know, what are they, what are they willing to do? And I feel like they're willing to do a lot for us. I'd hope, you know what I'm saying? We've been rolling with the punches. And I'm feeling soon we're going to start right. punching back, baby. Mm, that's a sick line. Would you say, and I, because I obviously I don't know, would you say that being a Browns fan your whole life has toughened you up and strengthened you for the battle you're currently fighting? Is that a fair assumption? Oh, yeah. I, I have definitely told that to some of these people that are about to, like, drill into my spine or my skull and be like, what are you going to do to me, man? It was like, I'm a Browns fan. You can't, you can't, you can't oh, possibly yes. Yes. worse than this team has. You know what I mean? You are unbreakable. You will be in our prayers for the surgery you have tomorrow for a speedy recovery. Keep battling. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for being yeah. loyal. Tito, we'll do it again, man. God bless you. Best of luck thinking and praying about you and uh, your fight here. I know that we'll be keeping in touch and um, following along with you, but yeah, best of luck, and we're going to have you back on soon, so. Hell oh, yeah, guys. Loyal, loyal dogs of war right here. That was a pretty sick interview. That guy is battling some shit right now. Um, God bless him for having the epitome of an iron will to fight. He's been in the hospital for, like, months now, and I just love and respect him so much, so. No, many thanks to Tito for coming on. He's obviously going through a lot. That's huge. We loved it. We're going to have him on again. Absolutely. And just goes to show, and it's a good reminder, especially for Riley and I, that, damn, we, a lot of us complain about some real dumb shit every single day. I'm more guilty than most people. So something to think about next time you're complaining about your Wi-Fi going down or your phone being slow. Yeah, buddy. That does it for this week. We will be back, loyal dogs of war, and in greater numbers. Keep that six Star Wars reference. Um, yeah, good stuff. Talk to you next week. Dogs of War podcast out. Good night, Cleveland. For people like us, in places like this, we need all the